0: Sofrito speaks is a podcast curated by Latinos for Latinos,
1: sazonando all our cultural differences and stirring up calderos with our opinions.
0: Come have a seat at the table and pass cheese with us. Oh, grr, oh, grr, oh. Hey, yo, what it do? It's your boy, Rue, and I'm
1: coming for you. (laughs) Welcome to Sofrito Speaks. Our podcast is put together with three different sections. First, we start off the show with El Chisme.
0: And that's when us, your hosts, catch you up on all the latest tea and what had us jodio all week. Followed by
1: Caldero Talk. Caldero Talk is the part of the show where we introduce any guests we may have, also dissect and discuss our topic. Then after all the messiness, we gather our lives and head back to the table for Ma's number one rule,
0: a reposal. That's when we will sit, shout out all our supporters, and wrap up the show before we head back to our lives.
1: Hey, back to our lives. Y'all already know what the fuck is up!
0: What it is, mi gente. <laughs> hey, hey, hey,
1: welcome to episode number nine.
0: Numero nueve. Titled
1: What's My Age Again? We have a very special guest here with us today. We're gonna be talking about a lot of cool shit. Also, it is the episode before our last episode. Yo. So would that be the second to last episode? Mm-hmm. Ai chi chi. That's Season good. one is almost done. We're gonna dive into our first section, which is El, El Chisme. Chisme. Y chisme.
0: Yo, so tell me how.
1: So tell me how. What a week it's been.
0: Yo, that's... Remember
1: nice. the last episode where we told them we was going to New York or whatever? Yes, we yes, did. We had an we amazing did. time in New York. The New York Doe. Shout out to New York Doe. Shout out to ladies who bronche mm. um, for hosting such a dope event. Um, we went out there, showed love. Yes. We had an amazing time. Yo. This was... Last, last Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Last, week, last Tuesday. Um,
1: yeah, we had a really fucking bomb-ass time. Uh, we met a lot of people. Shout-out to Tragos. Yeah. Shout-out to oh the win God. Podcast. You
0: guys have to... Yo, <laughs> stop what the fuck you're doing right now and look up the game Tragos. It's literally Cards yeah. Against Humanity it was super lit. We played one
1: round uh, throughout should, the event, which they did that fun. up. They did that the fuck up. That shit was um, It was a good time. It was a good time, and then we came back. Um, I know for me, at least, I had an okay week. This week, you know, I had to work a lot. This past weekend, I had to uh, work at the whole... I mean, ooh, I almost said what my other job was. (laughs) I had to work at the other job, which had me all the way fucked up because, you know, I can't stand when people are in my face complaining about bullshit that I cannot control. Mm. (laughs) Say that one
0: more again. I can't stand
1: when people are in my face talking about bullshit that I can't control. (laughs) but we had a good time uh, I had a good time working though because I was making that money but it is what it is our plays have been going up so shout out yo, to y'all for showing sure. mad love, love to we fucking love y'all
0: for that one
1: shout out to y'all like yes. we said uh, in the intro this is the second to last episode which had me all the way fucked up because I didn't think we realized that until this morning I was like yo Nina we're doing 12 episodes this season or 10 and she's like uh we said ten, but we can do twelve. I'm like, nah, we gonna do nah, that. Nah, it's that 10. I
0: wanted to do twelve and Ruben was like, mm, calm down there. You're a little too <laughs> I just happy didn't... about this. Yo, Relax. like I
1: didn't see it this far though. Like I really didn't. I was like
0: Damn, you doubting the No, real?
1: not the doubting. I'm upset. Not the doubting. I didn't see into the future. I we didn't got have my both raven I didn't have my raven eye going. I was like oh.
0: You have your vision moment? <laughs> Fucking idiot.
1: But uh yo Nina, I know you got some bullshit.
0: What no, 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 hold on. But we did a poll last week.
1: Oh, we did do a poll last week. We did do a
0: poll last
1: week. Yes, yeah, so we asked if Nina should go to this trip to Africa, and what y'all said. What they said. You got the-
0: everybody said yes, motherfuckers. So guess what a bitch is doing. She going to
1: Africa. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah, 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 hey, hey. Hannah, <laughs> Hannah, hey,
0: hey. Yo, I actually hate this man.
1: No, but it's super exciting that you're going to Africa. Um, that's why. If you're watching our live right now, Sam is here. Sam, wave to the live. Hey. <laughs> Sam is here. They're gonna fill you guys all on the juiciness that's coming up in February, right? You guys are going. Yep. Um, it's a, for a great cause. Talk mm-hmm. to us a little bit about that
0: again. Damn, why we Phyllis wait, and, Why can't we wait till he on and starts? You talking?
1: talk to us a little bit about this. I go.
0: I already talked about it,
1: though. Sis is about to be out there not even knowing what she.
0: doing. No, I already <laughs> talked about it, though.
1: All right, so then tell us about your week. Damn. <laughs> I need Anyways, us to take a sip. All
0: right, so I'm gonna, we're just going to disregard everything that this motherfucker just said. And okay. You'll learn about it a little more in today's episode. But moving on. Um. So this week had me all the way fucked up. Speaking of the trip, so I had wrote out my... Little spiel as to what I'm gonna do and whatever, and I made this one like a lot more. Um, I don't know the word. I want to say intimate, but like not intimate. So I sent it to people who I thought would really like help me out, and you know,
1: and they showed this, up and yeah, showed out. And they
0: showed they showed up and show out. So like in within a week, I raised a good amount of money, um, just amongst like my friends and stuff like that. Even my high school basketball coach was like, "Yo, are you at work? I'm gonna come float you a couple couple bucks." And I'm like, "All right, bet." So he actually brought the money to me today. Which he only brought two dollars. What? No, he gave me a hundred.
1: Oh, okay. Um, you said so, a couple bucks. Oh,
0: fuck you. <laughs> I wasn't trying to say specifically what it was, but fuck you. Um, but yeah, so he floated me some money. But the thing, the problem that came into play.
1: Ay, Dios.
0: Y'all already know. It's not It's not a Sofrito Speaks episode if I ain't talking about Sulmita. You know what medicion, I'm saying? <laughs> so, this showed he deadass. So, I emailed my mom. Weird, I know. Um, but I emailed my aunt as well because, like, they're not tech savvy. So I just emailed them because they're at work sitting in front of their emails. So let me be proactive and use that to my advantage. And, I, you know, I put my mom in the email as well. And I was like, hey, sent the same message that I sent to everybody else. I sent it to them. My mom responds, and she, within, like, ten minutes, and ruined my whole fucking day because she was like, well, what are you gonna do about your bills and all the things that you have to do here and que si lo otro? And I'm like, mom, I don't think you understand how a fundraiser works. Right. I'm not using my own fucking money. My money is already gonna pay for me to be gone. Like right. I'm, I'm gonna, all my bills are gonna be covered. Car insurance, car payments, all that shit, student loans. Ooh, I gotta pay my student loan today. Ooh. Um, it's gonna be covered. Sally so, Mae. Huh? Sally Mae? Fuck Sally Mae. already paid Sally Mae. Mm-hmm. Um, my other one. Love your lips, My son. other two. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so she's trying to hit me with being this responsible-ass person. Now, the, now my issue with the whole thing was I hit up my sister and I was like, yo, Rick, when you went to Spain and mommy dropped however much money she dropped for you to go to Spain, did she give you all this bullshit run around before she dropped the money? She was like, no. Oh, okay. So now I'm heated and I'm in my feelings because I'm trying to understand why my mom speaks to me like I'm fucking stupid stupid which is great for this episode because it's like you're an adult but like your parents don't really fucking treat you like you are an adult tell me what's my age again what's my age again so that had me fucked up but anyways what about you bro
1: i mean like i said i had a good week that new york trip was refreshing it got me thinking
0: you no, know? what was no. dope about the trip, though, yo, 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 the Wind Podcast, shout out to them, they actually came up to us and they were like, you guys are from Sofrito Speaks, right? And we yeah. were like, wait, whoa, what? What's going on here? Motherfuckers yeah. recognize us, let's get
1: it. DJ too, DJ shouted us out Yo, in the middle, in the middle of, of, of the
0: his, panel. Of his panel. I, my whole face got red when he was did like, that. I was like, what? Okay." room full of strangers <laughs> and they're shouting us out and we're just sitting here minding our own business, we, which is just, to, awesome.
1: just to wrap it up, though, like we got love in New York. Yo. And... I mean, you know, Lawrence, we like to show a lot of support. We like to show a lot of support to our peers and uh, our fellow entrepreneurs stand beside us. But we got a lot of love uh, in New York. Let's talk about this, the, the, the real. Let's talk That's about the real. I hinted. just remembered Let's that.
0: <laughs> Yo,
1: Wait, wait. Can we explain how me and Nina were going back and forth for like 10 minutes today in DMs, <laughs> like, <laughs> like puro chisme style about ask. the real? Because Lonnie...
0: Oh, Lonnie Love, man. <laughs> Come on. Do better. Like, I just. All right. So, in this episode, they had. They were talking about, like, this. Um,
1: Shan. I think her name is Shanbody or something. Uh, her, Sh- her YouTube is Shanbody. Yeah. Shan Shan
0: Some. And, like, what her services are. And she's, like, a huge advocate for, like, intimacy and relationships and, like, not just, like, physical, but, like, also, like, mentally and things like that. And that just, other like, shit. All the. The shit I would prefer,
2: um, so I'm here for. Her. i
0: I subscribe to her shit because I'm about to be on her shit. Um, so I'm. I was watching the episode because I watch the real all the fucking time. I love it. It's my gym time, and you know they were saying that in in one of her you know courses that she teaches or something that she, you know bring your friend with you on a date and hold up flashcards in yeah, case so you don't know how to speak to this apparently if you person. go on a
1: date and you and you're nervous, she'll go on the date with you and hold up cue cards in the back so that you have like. You can that's get so back wack. on track, that's you know?
0: That's so whack. So Lonnie says, that's some white people shit. To which Jeannie Mai ends up saying, but she's black. She's half black, and then Lonnie now has to backtrack while live on daytime daytime television. And she's gagging. And you can she, tell. yeah, she's like fucking drowning. But then she's she like, just <laughs> got she just got more aggressive in her tone and the way she went about what she was saying. And she was like, she was like, "Whoa, um, she's like, dope. she's what, half white, half black, right?" So I'm just saying that that was the white side of her. And it's like, why did you make this it thing just, yeah. a white or black thing? That was thing?
1: the only thing that didn't like stick with me after watching the girls' video. Her reaction. To what Lonnie said and stuff like that. And yo, funny she enough, she knows a lot of those a lot of the girls on the reader. She's reel. wanted
0: to be on the show, yeah, which she's is so like, fucked up, yo. Obviously,
1: everyone has a backstory. Yeah. It is what it is. Use it, use it to your advantage. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like it's true what the girl said. Like, why did you have to make it about color? It's not about being white or black. It's just simply just me just trying to offer my services to people. So when she came with this apology today, I was like, This apology is It wasn't an apology. It wasn't. It didn't make sense. She just was basically saying like, take it lightly, it was just a joke.
0: Um no. But my thing is is that you know, honestly, look, like, get your motherfuckers a Jeannie Mai. Genie Mai on national television was dead ass, the only one that went up against Lonnie to be like, yo, that's my friend. Like this is what she does as a job. Like basically as trying to tell should. her to shut the fuck as up. She and Lonnie kept going and she was like, No, you know what it like Lonnie just kept going and it was just her tone of voice and the way she was delivering her message. Like it went over everybody's head because she was so aggressive and trying to defend the fact that she tried to call this girl out for being white. And I'm I'm a i am i am ain't I ain't nobody special. I ain't You know, I'm not perfect. You know, I've seen some shit and be like, yo, that's some white people shit. Like, I've definitely said that. I think we all have. We all have. And I've said that shit to white people. Like, they talking to me about something, I'm like, that's that white people shit. You know what I'm saying? So, like,
1: but it's different when you're saying it to it's the, the person it's not instead what of say, national it's television and you're making her whole business about race when it's, it has nothing, it to, do it with nothing
0: to do with that. And then on top of that, it was like, she's made a comment like, oh, how much does her services cost? And everybody was like, oh, we don't know. And she was well, like, why that's supposed f- to be your friend and don't nobody know what." Yeah, how she costs? Yeah, first of all, I, I
1: would have like, been like, damn. first of all, ma'am, ma'am, calm down, <laughs> ma'am. No, no,
0: no. Okay, so honestly, like if you are like an, like an avid, you know... Watcher of, like, the real... The episode before that was... They were talking about, like, you know, why so... Like, the, there's a higher... I think it was Madame Noir had posted a uh, statistics that, you know, black women are more uh, susceptible to not wanting to be in relationships because of X, Y, and Z. And then Lonnie went into... Like, it was more so about, like, dating outside your race, you know? And... um they went into the topic of how, you know, some women feel like there's like a loyalty aspect of it. Like they don't want to date like a white man. They don't want to date an Asian man. You know, they don't want to date outside of their race because they feel like they owe a, a certain type of loyalty to, you know, black men. And I'm speaking on this because the topic was about black men and black women and dating. And, um, you know, Lonnie's dating a white man. So she, <laughs> um, Barely. So she you know, went in to say that it wasn't about color for her. It was about compatibility. And that's real, you know? Like, I'd rather date someone I'm compatible with, someone I have something in common with. Do I have a preference? Yeah, I personally have a preference, but, like, mm, whatever. And. Um,
1: but I feel like if Lonnie was, is, a is that, skinnier, was a skinnier person, then she wouldn't make this? it about compatibility. She would have made it... Like, I just feel like she's that type of person where it's, like, because she's bigger, she knows she's going to just go for someone for comp- compatibility instead of just for looks. If she was a thinner girl... She would probably go for looks. She looks like yeah, the but type like Dicom's is in
0: right now. I'm not even gonna get into the body part of it, anyways. Um, so, like the whole thing. She, I, I personally felt like when watching this episode from the last episode, it was like she was trying to reclaim her, you know. Uh, I don't know the term I'm looking for, like her blackness. Like she was trying to be like, I'm still down for the brown, even though I'm dating a white man. But she went mad hard in this past one talking about that's not white people shit and then she, ah, rah, rah, rah. Yeah. Like it was so stupid. And I just, I, I was reading comments and like I even thought it myself and a lot of people were like, yo, sis, you love a white man. It's okay. Like you don't have to come back and trying to pr- try to prove to us that you still down for the brown. You know what I'm saying? So I just thought that the whole episode was fucked up. And what I really thought was fucked up is how... Jeannie Mai always tends to be the one that has to combat the <laughs> yeah. shit that bitches be saying at the You know about. how I feel
1: about that. Honey. I
0: love Jeannie Mai. Yo, Jeannie Mai is so I'm very on and real. off with Jeannie, I love Jeannie Mai. Mai. I don't care.
1: To me, like, the last person that came Jeannie up Mai. on board and was like, they were like, okay, well, we don't like none of the other candidates. Let's choose her. Mm-mm. So that's my whole thing about her. She's just her. so
0: authentic. Like, I absolutely love her. And I just thought it was really weird how... Tamara was just kind of literally sipping her drink. And it was, I think, yeah, sipping her drink and hiding behind her cards. And then Adrian was sitting on the side, like, next segment. Like, Adrian was like waiting for her claps. Did you see that
1: when they said that Adrian always waits for her claps after her comments?
0: Uh, It's so (laughs) annoying. Yes, I did see that. (laughs) Because she's <laughs> low-key, Diana does. But I love Adrienne, regardless. Um, she's the first Latina on daytime television, if you didn't know. Ooh, you better work, girl. What's good? Um, what's good, everybody? What's good? I can't stand you. But anyways, but, so that had me fucked up. If you want to dive into it, go right the fuck ahead. you nah, Love, I love real, you. But, it is mm. what it
1: is. Uh, but it was an interesting conversation that we had, and we wanted to share that with you guys. But... We're going to wrap things up here at El Chisme, mm-hmm. bring our guest on, get into yes. this really interesting conversation that we're all about to have. Mm. And uh, we're going to head over to our next section, which is Caldero Talk. Hey,
0: what it is, mi gente? Yes. So for this episode, we are going to be diving in what it's like to be in your late 20s and early 30s and oh. what society expects from us But what f we're actually up to and for this section we actually have a special guest and he goes by the name of
2: what's good Sam Fuller how are we doing
0: what it is Sam hey. how, how you feeling how you living you are our second guest on the show congratulations is, I'm so pumped. you're
2: welcome <laughs> <laughs> it's good it's Monday happy to be here happy to be here All right, we're... so tell us a little bit about yourself so um, I saw the sound of a smile program which is a volunteer program. Uh, about two and a half years ago. The Sound of a Smile. Hmm. Did you come up smile. with that name? I did. Li- okay. All right, all right. Poetry points on my end. <laughs> okay. Um, so basically, it's a volunteer program where I've been in groups of 15 to 20 people down in South Africa and Dope. now starting in Tanzania. Um, we volunteer for about 60% of the time. Um, the other 40% we spend traveling throughout South Africa as I want you to help the community that you're in. I also want you to see the beautiful place that you are. That's Mm. super dope. Um, So, Nina knows Sam. And Nina is now
1: going to...
0: Partake in this trip. Hey! (laughs) So,
1: explain a little bit about what you guys are going to be doing down there on this trip. Because I know every trip you go, you tackle a different task, right? Of course. So, this trip, what is the main focus
2: and and all that? So, I get asked this question a lot. The main question from most people... Is what projects are we doing while we're in the village and that's good I like that that's the price point for people that they want to know what they're getting into the difficult part about it is is there's a lot of volunteers that come through this area throughout the year so projects are always getting nicked off the board and there's always random people that come through so it's hard to really give people an exact projection of what we'll do what I can tell you you're gonna laugh a lot you're gonna work with kids you'll definitely paint a playground you'll definitely refurbish a school And you'll definitely make a difference in what you're doing. And hopefully give you some perspective at the same time. Which is super effing important. Right, I'm about to be back a
0: whole new bitch. Yeah. First first of all,
1: there's two things that I hope. One, you vlog. And two, you get an amazing
2: tan.
0: Yo, I'm going to be tan in February. sounds like these superficial
2: motherfuckers. (laughs) Don't worry, I get super light no, in the window anyway. Nah, Sam knows I
0: have my I'm fair stopped. share of fundraising and doing good. Nah, things. but it's get cool.
1: So how would you say like you find your volunteers? Like do they hit you up? Do you hit them up?
2: No, he, like...
0: he's very persistent on who he hits up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> exactly. So you like scout I can for definitely them. Speak I, for that. I
2: don't scout people, but I am very persistent. Um, I look for I don't look for a certain type of people, but certain people just have what it takes yeah. and I know I can just see by them and how they react in the world. That if I put them in this situation, that they will take care of it themselves, and those are the people you Because like those, those people okay. take initiative, okay, you know please. what I mean? You want that initiative while you're down there, exactly, right.
1: exactly, because you don't want to carry no Rubens with you because I'm gonna be complaining, though. <laughs> the fuck out of here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> when you're punched out, I don't to do this anymore. But that's good. I mean, Nina, how do you feel about everything? We know you're excited, but, like, is it setting in that you're actually going?
0: Um, I may have some reservations (laughs) because I am very, um, I have social anxiety. So, being in a new place with new people and, like, having to, like, branch out of that... Is I'm I'm literally more <laughs> sweating talking about it. Just like thinking about it is bad. Um Yeah, so that's that, that's like the only thing that I have like any reservations about. And I am just looking forward to because normally when I travel, I'm like going on a fucking beach. I'm going to Puerto Rico. I'm going on a cruise. Such touristy. Going, yeah, like I'm doing some some corny shit. You know what I'm saying? What? So, like this Don't time Times like, Square. Like, suck a dick. Um, <laughs> I'm
1: like, no, bitch, we're going to the hood.
0: And what? Fuck you, dude. Um, anyways, but yeah, so it's just like, it's definitely getting out of my com- comfort zone. I did talk a little bit about it in the like past episodes, like stop, you know, trying to limit myself. And I, th- I think I gave myself a million reasons why I shouldn't go on this trip. And then I was like, that's dumb as fuck. And I just need to branch out and suck it up. And have fun. Nine dude. times out mm-hmm. of 10, I put myself in situations where I have to meet new people and I come out with friends. So fuck it I know I can do it yeah, it's just yeah. the thought of the process yeah. and having to do it cause I'm, I'm I'm a very you gotta earn my trust you don't get it up front type of person and some people could think that's kinda you know cold and standoffish and other people could be like oh well she I wanna poke the bear and see what the fuck is going on right. so, I, so the, I, I weed the motherfuckers out that wanna poke the bear cause I'm a guy but you you really wanna get to know me So for those I'm, of
1: the for those of the people that were at the the New York event and you were texting it was because this is why she was on her phone though she was Literally setting this up, and I commend you. You did what you th- what the fuck you needed to do, and I'm yeah. So proud of I was you. on my like, phone
0: for like a majority of the yeah, event. but you weren't I being like, rude. You were handling like business like a grown people to share share. Be like, money, i people like, I need money, idea. I really want to do this thing. But you're
1: starting 2020 on a good note. I'm super proud of you. I cannot wait. Um, so yeah, that's pretty cool, Sam. Hell oh, yeah, you're All taking right. Nina. You're, you're going out there. You're doing amazing things. So the reason why we chose Sam for this episode, you want to talk a little bit about that?
0: Oh, Sam picked this episode. Like, Sa- well, what? no, because okay. Mm-hmm. First of all,
1: Sam doesn't pick episodes. No, he, he did that.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Everyone's so, like, now nah, there's Sam. Okay, now there's Sam. I think you like hit me up one time and you were like, "Yo, tell me about your podcast." And I was like, mm, "What? Can you just so in. Right. Just, I think that's what I did. I was like, "Bro, just listen to it." And he was like, "No, what is it about?" And I'm like. So like, I texted him what it was about and he was like yo I'd love to be on it sometime the third, I was really pissed actually because that conversation took place literally the day before we were going to air our second episode and I think he would have been like really impactful in that second um, yep, episode yep, yep. Um, if you guys remember what that was because um, we had someone drop that was supposed to be on it whatever what have you I let those feelings die out still was like for a little bit but Sam was like damn you should have hit me up and I was like damn you know it's crazy because like I don't even know you well enough to know that you were down for that
2: episode (laughs) (laughs) and here we are and here
0: we are uh episode nine so yeah I just basically like sent him a list and I was like yo these are the next upcoming episodes like and like I just want to put a disclaimer out there like yes we say that we are a podcast curated for Latinos by Latinos but like at the end of the day if you have a perspective and you have something to say and you know you're just down with it and down for us, and you know, you cool with us, then we definitely want to have you on the show, regardless if you could yeah. relate to the shit that goes on in yeah. the community that we speak of the majority of the time. So, I just want to put that out there in case you feel like you want to be on the show, but you're like, oh, but it's for Nazinos, and like, you really can't. So, like, like you
1: nobody that's just because Sam
0: is very not Hispanic at
2: all <laughs> appreciate you
0: appreciate you but yeah so I was just like hey here's the list of what we have um, you know coming up next um, just let me know which one you're filling out and he gave me the runaround for about 3-4 weeks and then he finally was like I'm gonna do episode 9 and I was like yeah it's cause you feel bad it's cause I told you that other people have dropped out as guys. so he's like now I have to go type shit I'll I'm just gonna to
2: continue brother. to let let you put words in my mouth at this point and we're just gonna run with it we're gonna run with it So, anyways dead. but
0: yeah so he's here I'm super fucking pumped because like he's just a dope person and I think everybody should know the work that he does um, and how impactful that um, he is not only just in you know what he does in his everyday life but like just going to Africa like every year and just, uh like, fuck yeah like shit. he started
1: his own organization right like you know With what, what I'm saying dope I y'all I appreciate like, like, y'all he says sounds of a smile the fuck
0: <laughs> what the fuck you to be smiling for the fuck's that
1: what the fuck sounds of a smile makes <laughs> what a- <laughs> Was lit. I was like, oh. <laughs> Why does that sound like my first mixtape?
0: Was funny? <laughs> Yo, I'm fucking dead. But anyways, we are going to now jump into our topic. Hey. Like we should have been fifteen minutes ago, but like fuck it. We were just kicking Um and we're gonna just dive into, you know, being twenty-six and being 30 and being 30 and where society thinks we're supposed to be in our lives and where we actually are in our motherfucking lives and
1: and hopefully like you guys can relate like anyone listening because i think when we were young growing up we were told we were supposed to be at a certain place by a certain age and now that we're at that age we're like fuck am i failing or am i just trying again right (laughs) right because i know a lot of friends of mine who are like when I was when when I was around twenty five they were like, Oh, you know, we need to have jobs and da I'm like Yeah, it's but my dreams though and my goals, like
0: things I wanna Do I do, just though.
1: wanna work for the rest of my life or do I wanna chase my passions and be a bum and and be cool with it? Like Well why do
0: you have to be a bum? Because you're chasing your passion your passion. And
1: that's what I've learned. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that.
0: You know what I'm saying? We'll like
1: we'll talk that's about that. We'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go on to our first question that we have. So the first question is, what changes have you come to realize about yourself after the age of
2: 25? 25. Okay, so 25, super important year in my life. Um, 25 would be the first real year that I was doing the Sound of a Smile program. Oh, and so you started
1: at 25? That's Yes.
2: Nice. So kind of what you were just saying about how you know, I should just have a job and not follow my dreams. I got really stuck in that cycle for a long time of thinking that I just have to do whatever job I have, which is construction at the time, and that's all I would ever be—is just a construction worker. And that was really hard to swallow. So, around, was that
1: so when? Sorry, to, to no, you good, you good. Growing up, did you think you was that something that you were like passionate about construction, or was it just like? Because I know a lot of construction workers who just ended up in construction. They're like, fuck it, the money's good, I'm going to do right, it. Right,
2: right. Um, I used to do... I used to work on the highways when I was in college, so I'd work nights. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night, I'd work from 8 p.m. to 6 a.m. And then my teachers let me sleep in, in class. In college? In college. On, on the day. highway? On the highway. Yo,
0: so,
1: damn. Go, away, go. But, but
2: much to what you said, though, you follow the money. Because at the time, I'm you know 18, 19 years old. But I'm making a thousand bucks a week. So mm-hmm. it's like you know what I mean? It's like You did what you t- needed to do to get what you need to get. Exactly. So mm-hmm. I've kinda just fallen, I respect it. fallen in the uh the pathway of that. It's lit That's but, So
1: would you say after a twenty five year mindset, like um what did you realize about yourself, like after twenty five and Excuse all Excuse me, that.
2: yeah. So this is when all the sound of a smile kinda came into foreplay. Lit. And I realized that Number one, we're so young at this age, Mm. even at thirty. We're really really young. They don't believe me. (laughs) No. Who the fuck you I'm serious, I'm serious. (laughs) most people don't even really know what's going on for most of their twenties. You've just come out of that time where half your friends are in college, where there's you know, so much energy in such a you know, confined space. And then if you're not a part of that college scene, either you're at your hometown or you've moved to a different town, but it's just it's a very different scene for everyone, and then everyone gets thrown in the same mixing pot at about mm. 25 into that area, and it's all about who starts to figure it out faster. Fast. Some, people, some people figure it out in a career, and some people figure out that their career should follow their dreams, because they know they'll be happy. And happiness sets wow. bigger and bigger as you get older. Once you're 28, you move into your 30s, happiness becomes a much bigger portion of your life, and your income becomes much more, you know, much less of a priority, unless it's, you know, if you have children or something like that, that changes things, but happiness is crucial. okay,
0: so we just got a third um, host on Sofrito Speaks. <laughs> I'm Sam.
1: Yo, it's facts, though. <laughs> it's good. It's really, really facts, so like, I feel like you hit the nail on the head, and, and you know, a lot of stuff that you just said right now just opened my fucking eyes, like, oh, that's what, have, what was happening at 25 when I was losing all my friends. Okay, Nina, what about you? Uh.
0: So Um, 25 was interesting for me in a sense that I was, um, switching, uh, careers, I guess for lack of a better fucking term, I don't know, whatever jobs pays the bills. Um, but it was that year that I realized that I think I was the most, um, sad and like I felt really lonely at 25 um, because I think that a lot of my friends are moving in different directions and I was um, I was at a standstill yeah. and I wasn't sure what I wanted to do but I was doing what I had to do in order to keep up with my bills and when I say bills through the loans fuck those um, and I, I kept to myself a lot at 25 just because and that was only last year but I was um, trying to maneuver in a different way just trying to figure me out as a person and I'm still trying to figure myself out as, out as a person but I'm. I noticed that now I'm a lot more willing to let people in, um, especially when it comes to people that see something more in me that maybe I don't see in myself. And I think 25 was definitely a, a wake up year for me. Um, and I've said this plenty of times before. Like I've, I've cut off a lot of people at age 25, and the thing is funny though, because now we're kind of starting to like make amends and come back very organically and and slowly. Um, maybe not as you know. Impactful as, deep, and yeah. as deep as it was but like there's no there's no bad blood and for a while I held a lot of resentment I mean I know you guys have listened to a couple episodes and and the way that I speak about things I speak about it so passionately because it it is a sore spot and it, and it does still hurt you know talking about it in and, and 25 when I think about 25 but 25 was definitely like yo I shed many many tears at 25 just because mm-hmm. I just I didn't I just didn't feel a certain way about myself and I didn't I think at 15, I told myself I was going to be married with kids at 25. Now I'm at 26, mm. and I'm like, LOL. Um, that's not even not a fucking thought bubble in my head at all at this point. But 25 was definitely a wake up year for me, and I'm I'm so grateful for it, and I'm better for it. So,
1: live, live.
0: You 30, motherfucker. What was 25 like for you?
1: <laughs> for me, I would have to say 25 was like a really um, a really bright year for me. I did a lot of booking. Like, I got to dance with a lot of people. I did a lot of partying. I was in my fittest, my fittest days. Like, I was in shape. I was in my best life at 25. And then from there, you know, everything just went downhill, especially with friends. And going back to what you said, Sam, like, I think at 25, a lot of my friends started to realize, like, you know, do I want to... Um, live this life forever, or do I want to get a job and you know just live a great, happy life, comfortable and doing what I need to do? And that wasn't the road for me. Like I really just looked at everybody and I was like, mm, I'm gonna be a dream chaser till I die because if I don't chase my dreams, I'm not gonna live a happy life. And I tried my hardest to stay with a job and you know all this, and I was like, I'm gonna go to LA. I'm gonna try LA out. I went to LA, nothing, nothing was working. That was the only thing and being 30 now like my mindset has completely changed like in the past five years and just understanding like more of what i want and like how you said you don't have to be a bum to chase your dreams you know like i'm starting to understand that like hold your hold yourself down hold yourself with a good job make sure you're making good money and on the side you know focus on your dreams and focus what you need to do you can still excel the same speed mm. but you just have to really put your all into it so i would have to say like my my mindset has shifted in the past five years from being twenty five to now, so that's the biggest change I've experienced.
2: How many how many people in your lifetime that are two generations older than you tell you, you know, to live freely or to travel more or to yeah. you know, follow your dreams, don't get stuck in a job.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> they warn you, the warning right. signs. The warning signs.
2: Everyone should take those super serious because no one's any different. Yeah. You know what I mean? No one's any different. And if you, if you want to end up like them and tell the same story, I think you know, that's your choice. But I don't want to be one of those people. and I think it's like one, of the, one of the scariest things in the world to me. Facts. Facts. No, damn. <laughs> to, to, already, to already have to pass that on of like, I didn't do it. Like, Why would I ever want to pass that to someone? Yep. I want to be like, this is what you can do, man. You have all this. But a lot of people you know? see, a
1: lot of people don't understand that, that mindset. And that's why like, I'm not that friend you can turn to and be like, oh, I think I want to stay working here for five years, 10 years just to get my 401k because I'm going to be the first one that's going to say, if you have a 10-year plan with your job, quit, figure it the fuck out. Yeah. What is it that you really want to do? What are you passionate about? The opportunities in this world are endless. Like People are really out here selling candles for freaking 50, 60 bucks.
2: Candles. Do you think that's because the prerogative has changed to money? Mm. Or people don't understand the prerogative?
0: I I definitely think think it's the money, to be I mean,
1: obviously, it it has to do with the money because at the end of the day, we all have to survive. You know, and some people's people's survival is different from others. Like, maybe I'm okay with just surviving with just a bed and and a minimalistic lifestyle, but somebody probably does need that Louis Vuitton bag to be happy, and that's their prerogative. That's their right.
0: That's... (laughs) i totally
2: i totally agree i totally agree i obviously i'm slightly biased because louis Vuitton like doesn't mean anything to me and it yeah you know what i mean like i only buy new shoes when people officially tell me that like yo those shoes are done i only buy new shoes when i step in a puddle
1: and it's happening down there it's a little wet (laughs) and i'm like all right i think it's time for a new sneaker and that's one sneaker a year. You know what I'm saying? I don't need right. the new Jordans. I don't need all of that. Well, fuck I feel me, like right? You, like,
0: I'm already thinking about the next person so I'm going to buy <laughs> next week.
1: <laughs> yeah. i
0: was like, I don't get the Maroon Converse. But this.
1: I got used to that, you know, being when I was younger and 15 and I didn't have a home and, you know, I was living house to house and I had to live off of just, you know, the clothes I had on my back and I had to make it work, go out to parties and stuff and make it look like I'm fresh, I'm clean. Buy five dollars shirts and I'm good. Like, all right. <laughs>
0: Hold on, Fresh City though on Lawrence Street. Everybody. When wait, there wait, going wait, to wait, wait. They all this? were buying the new fucking t-shirts. That when you wore the. Why do I, and see the si- I see the sign? I see the sign. Is right across from El- is it Elmo's Bodega?
1: Why? I don't fucking know.
0: Fresh City was where you went for your fresh white tees when you was going out. That's all that was. They were $5.
1: Lawrence Street. Lawrence Street. Okay, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Yo, where for a I minute, you know what, what I was thinking? I was driving down Essex Street the whole time. <laughs> the whole time. I was like, what? First I city? Gonna win. First city? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which is actually my favorite. Um, I'm so glad that you actually touched upon that because the next question that I have is like, you know, if you've been living on your own for a certain amount of time, um, what is the difference, do you think, in your character from when you started on your own to like how much you've learned and learned a the first Shout
1: tonight?
2: Good question. Yeah. A lot of a lot of things change. Um, I've lived on my own since I was 18, by choice. Um, I had grown out of the atmosphere I was in, living with my parents, and I made the decision to try and do it on my own. Obviously, you learn through trials and tribulations, especially at that age. You're not even in your 20s, where you know a little bit. Yeah. You know? You're like 18, 19, where you really know nothing of what it means to live on your own. Um, so through that and through those trials and tribulations I have found that the things I've learned through those trials and tribulations have made me much have made me who I am today basically Mm. one thing has changed immensely for me is dating I have a super hard time dating people that don't have control of all their uh, say their bills and things of that such you know what I mean so if people are super dependent on someone else, and like you know, say they're going through all this stuff, or they have all these things going on, but you you're not um, on like, top of your own shit. On top of your own shit. Yeah. I just have like a super hard time connecting with people like that. People that complain about, you know, complain about things, but you know, the whole entire rent's paid or something like that. You know what I mean? Yep. Mm, Obviously, personal problems. Now I've had that view for a long time. Now that I'm getting older, like what we're talking about, I hope that when I'm a parent that I can afford to support my kids and let my kids have free stuff. As you so did. it's super hard for me sometimes to look at people and be like, yo, you know, I'm a little heated right now. You know what I mean? Like You know all this money coming to you and doing nothing. You know what I mean? Mm. But damn right when I'm a parent, I don't want my kid to pay for school. I don't want my kid to have school loans. I want my kids to have no bills because it's the biggest stress on me and that's the biggest thing I've learned from it. Yeah. So you but would say to... like responsibility. Responsibility. Yeah. just a good way to wrap that up. Yeah. yeah. Lit.
1: What about you, needs?
0: My yeah, motherfuckers know I still live with Sulema. Come on now, it's my best content. I can't it's leave. It's cool. But well, you have it. <laughs> it's my lived, brand. She's you have it on your own before. So no, you No, I, can I. That's crazy that you say that. Like about like dating and stuff it's like I actually had, um, you know, I moved out on my I moved out on my own uh, at twenty three. I lived with my best friend, and um, she actually uh, helped me. Figure out being an adult because she's just so on top of shit. I fucking love her. Megan, I love you. Megan, get up quick. Clock. Um, and I actually had um, someone tell me, like, I was like, hey, like, I really ooh, don't think this is going to work because, like, I'm also really bad at like breaking things off of people. That's why I'd rather just not date. Um, I had let him know, like, yo, this is a couple things I was thinking at the time. Like, you know, I, I think I want to, you know, practice celibacy and get closer to God and, and you know, figure out who I am as a woman, you know, coming into my own. And because for so long, I was so dependent on my family and, you know, my mom and things like that. And, you know, I had bought my first car on my own and I was, you know, working a job. I had my own apartment and things like that. And I actually had this man and I said, I said, I think I just want to, you know go out branch out and i had this newfound confidence i keep saying like i my braces was like the biggest blessing ever because i never smiled and ever anything i was so self conscious about my teeth um when i got them off it was like i can't you can't get she was
1: a brand me. i was
0: i've been it. i was like yo once these braces come off yo it's about to be on and popping um but you know this person particular person uh, i had dated in college and um He was very detrimental to, like, my self-esteem, and he liked to keep me that way. And when I came into my own, he was kind of like, yo, what the fuck? Hold on, this isn't the girl that I was, you know, feeding off of um, for so long. And when I told him, like, you know, I'm coming into my own, I'm doing all these things, that, you know, this, that, and the third, he actually said, you know... The crazy thing is to me is that, like, I said that I wanted to figure out me as a person, me as a woman, and coming into my own, and the only thing that he heard was that I wanted to practice celibacy. You know what I'm saying? So he said... That sounds like some whole shit to me. And I'm like, did nobody say right? I wanted to y'all get sleeping around? I said I wanted to just you branch you know out. Like, you, you know, like, <laughs> that ass. <laughs> can you spell it? Um, <laughs> starts with a C, that ass. Um, but, you know, in college, I didn't go out. I didn't do anything because I was just like, I need to you know, I to get my work done. I have to do all these things because I have to pay for school. Like, I just, I didn't see the purpose of partying. I can count on both my hands how many fucking times I partied in college. And to be honest... And on a Saturday night, you could find me doing my fucking laundry and probably writing a paper. Um, I believe it. And I think that he just didn't. He couldn't figure out that like I was no longer under his. I don't even know the fucking word. Like he just he just had no under control over influence. me anymore. Yeah, like he had no control over me anymore. And um, I was just kind of like, yo, what the fuck? Like I just don't get that. Like and then and the older that I get and like now it's like, ah, uh, it's just like I I just. This fucking crazy. I just, it's one of those things that I'm like, wow, that was really like a thing I experienced. That's really something that someone said to me. I got called a hoe because I said I wanted to figure out who the fuck I wanted to be as a person. But like, that's not my character. enough. if you want to be out here and you streets, that's all you, baby girl. I ain't gonna judge. But that's not me as a person. And this person that I, you know, I spent almost two and a half years with um, had the audacity to say that to me because I wanted to learn what it was to be an adult and be on my own. And and you know, I'm still getting a handle on my bills and. And I was working for a nonprofit organization and I only made, you know, $1,000 a month. And I had rent, my student loans, my fu- my cell phone bill. I had to pay for groceries. I had so many things to do and I was figuring out how to make it fucking work. And I could not. 23 was my prime year because I really just hit the ground running. And I was like, yo, fuck it. I'm not asking my mom for a dime. I'm not going back to her. Like, it is what it is. And then my roommate decided to fucking move back home. And I was like, great, now nah, I got to go back home. So there that goes. <laughs>
1: I mean I when I was, when I started living on my own, on my own I was 21 years old I had a great job at Mass General Hospital um I was making okay money okay enough to support my own apartment pay my life pay my everything but after a year like throughout that year I would have these moments where I was sitting there and I was like do I like this like <laughs> You know, it's great, you know, being on your own and you know, I I've, I've been out of my house since I was fifteen, so this was the first time I've ever had a chance to be like, yo, this is my place, this is my house. But I was just like, Wow, I really don't like this, I don't like this lifestyle, I don't like that I have to get up every single day at the same time to get on the same train, to go work the same job, to do the same shit. It was just a lot. And I let it all go and that's when I you know, I moved to New York and I moved and I did everything on my own and, like, had my own lifestyle. I, I would say that when I live on my own, my lifestyle is super different. I had to learn that. Like, when I live with my parents, I'm very respectful. I'm very, you know, just trying to, like, stay out of people's way. But when I live on my own, I don't give a fuck. Like, I roll up. I smoke. I drink. I I have a good time. And I, and I, I have a good time with, by myself, more importantly, than to have... Like, I'm not having parties or whatever, but like living on my own has taught me to be responsible and i've always had to pay rent and all that so i've i've grown up understanding that concept you know mm. so it's like even now living with my mom like moving back in june and i was like i don't really feel comfortable with this what and this my, mom my mom was mom. like my mom was <laughs> like it's okay this is your house and i'm like i understand that but i'm 30 you know and i feel like at 30 I, again I was told you should have this and this and this. So at 30, I felt like I was going to be in a more comfortable spot. And now I'm kind of like just riding the wave. Like, okay, it is what it is. But don't get me wrong. Like, I'm itching to get the fuck out of my mom's house because it ain't cute. Like, imagine going on a date. Like, you know, you're a guy. I am. So you understand that aspect. Like, approaching someone and being like, yeah, you know, you're 30 years old and you're like, yeah, I live with my mom.
2: It depends. they're like it depends though Like, but if I think that it depends if you're
1: paying off college debt if you're right. doing what you need to you, you know you're paying yeah. off those. I don't have college debt I don't but have nothing but de- there's okay
0: can you guys agree with me though Like, as the only female right now there is a double standard as to like if there, I, if I was dating a guy and yeah. he was like I live at home with my mom I'm gonna be like what the fuck
2: right it's, but just, like, it's the circumstance though. like everyone's different like say you're going to school to be a doctor you know what I mean it's super expensive if you live right. at home it's cool. You know right. what I mean. Yeah. I think as long as you're using your time wisely or going for I just, something, I just really you know? don't
1: want to be seen like, when, especially like when it comes to dating. I don't want to be seen as someone who, like how you said, like doesn't handle responsibility, can't handle being on his own. Through but front. like, but for me, it was it was different because it's like, yeah, I was living on my own in New York, but I wasn't living on my own. Like I was renting a room. And I was like, okay, this isn't working out either. Like, I don't want to rent a room the rest of my life. I don't want that to be my life story. I want my own shit. So I had to move back home to do what the fuck I needed to do to get there, you know? No,
0: so you you brought something up. So to go, he went off of what you said. So I'm now sitting here like, so is there... So do you think that someone doesn't have their shit together because they live at home? Or are you just like...
2: Say that again. I'm sorry. Like so,
0: he said, like, oh, like you said, like you, you want like someone that's gonna have your shit together when it comes to dating. So like, mm-hmm. are you like, oh, I want someone that has their shit together? Does it? Do you take into account the fact that they live with their parents or like? No, is he that, said like, a that. Thing?
1: It's like he it's, said he can't be biased about the situation, you right. know, because he like he said it depends on the situation, Got the it. circumstances. As long as, as long as you're responsible, like I don't. If you're like, Chrissy, like, oh, I have new, like, new right. Louis Vuitton every week. <laughs> right. And right. he's like, where do you live? And you're like, with my mom. And he walks in and it's fur and fucking pink elephants everywhere. And you're like,
2: so right. what are you doing? <laughs> as, long, as long as you're responsible, that should show through. Exactly. You know what I mean? Even like, even what like you're saying that like you're 30 years old and you just move back in with your mom and you're like, it worries you when you're dating people. If people understand what you're doing and, like, they understand the play you know what I mean they don't understand. it's a game of chess it's a marathon
1: Exactly. you know what I mean and like I, I always try to like ha- I have this conversation with my mom all the time I'm like I just feel weird that I'm 30 and I'm living at home I never imagined this for myself but well, she's just fuck, like
0: I moved back home twice I'm over oh, this oh shit.
1: trust me this isn't my first time moving back home but Ugh. she's always just like you know like you're chasing you're chasing something that is very hard to attain good and you know what she sees it she's not like oh my son's 30 and leeching off me She's like, you, you, work, you work two jobs. You know, you're looking for a third job. You're, you're trying to, like, you got your podcast. You got your music. You got your da- Like, she's like, you're not just home. That's what the difference is. Like, you need to put that through your head. Right. You're not home. Can Sulma
0: sit down with Sulma and have a conversation? Because apparently I'm a fucking
1: freeloader. <laughs> My mom like- sees it like that. Like, she's like, you're not just home. If you were just home, I would have kicked your ass out and been like, bro, you got to go. Like, I did what I needed to do with you. You're past 18. You got to go. She's like, but you're here, you're hustling, you're grinding, you're you're acting like if you're in New York right now. And so, I'm
2: like, that's literally where my mindset is. People see it though. You know what I mean? It's in, Instagram's kind of like a, a snapshot of it. You know what it's I mean? Real. Yeah, you not you know, Right. You don't see any of the, the you know you don't see any of the work that goes into it, but if you right. live with your mom, your mom sees what's going down, you know what I mean? So yes. it's like She does. I see my son doing all this. You know? My so mom on.
1: is the same like with my brother, he's an artist, so she gets it, she's like, you know, my kids are creatives, they're not, I'm never gonna get a corporate job out of these fucking kids. <laughs> you know, even my youngest, like, I mean, my mom's youngest, like, he's gonna work with cars, like, she just understands that it's gonna take a little bit of time, but she does tell us, like, you know, if you want to be here for a year or two, save some money and dip, that's fine. Are you talking about staying 10 years in my house? It's time to
0: go, it's time to be- <laughs> true at this point you paying the mortgage
1: at, if you're 10 years in at this
0: point you're paying the motherfucking mortgage you know what I'm saying <laughs> um <laughs> I don't know I just think I just think age for women is is definitely different because I'm obviously bringing the female perspective to this conversation um I think that you know most people feel as though you know they actually have to um have just this fuck I lost my whole train of thought but I think that We need to start cultivating a society where we stop um, measuring somebody's success to... By what they have. Yeah, by what they have, you know? So it's like, um, you know, you don't want... Like, most people feel as though, you know, once they hit 25, that they have to have their life together, that it's, like, absolutely not the case. Like, at all. You know, like, we're all, you know, testaments to... um, Exactly that, and I think that as a society, we just need to stop thinking that our lives begin and end with a career, or mm-hmm. they end with, you know, a house, or a husband Reach. for and, and Some people just a want that dope ass apartment and you, in the And, proms, then, and like, if that's the life that you want to live, fun. that's fine. Like, I have, I got weddings I gotta be in and shit, cause that's the life motherfuckers want to live, but right now, that's not the life
1: for you, for
0: me. And, and I don't think that that's an issue, I don't think that it should be pr- found, frowned upon if you know, I'd rather see the world. I'd rather travel. I'd rather create new experiences. And then, you know, if I could find that person that wants to do that shit with me, bet by all means. Facts. But if that doesn't happen, I'm cool Facts. with being the cool aunt that shows up at Christmas with gifts. I'm okay with it, Facts. and it's and there's nothing to be frowned upon. And I, I honestly think like, I just I don't understand like why as like, like why we can't cultivate, you know, a a culture where women especially can live freely and like they just aren't going to be judged because they choose not to do the societal norms of what's expected of them. Like, we have women breaking boundaries left and right. You know what I'm saying? So I just don't... I will never fall in line. Like, I guess I march to the beat of my own drum, you know? And if I that know life is for me, of... then it's going to happen later. Mm-hmm. But for my right now, is just building experiences and learning new things. And As it should be. And I
1: feel like that. a lot of um, other women can learn off of that. Like... I've talked to a lot of You're women, a mom, obviously, sis. I have a, a lot of female friends and they all have their, like, oh, my God, I need to get married by 30 and my 20 I have my house. And, and I'm just like, do you ever do
2: anything else? Like, you just talk about the same bullshit? There's, I think there's a couple things that are tied into that. One, I totally agree with you guys about <clears throat> how people, you know, you think you should be a certain place at a certain time. Mm-hmm. I had a great conversation with a good friend of mine last fall right around this time we had gotten in a very big argument um we were super heated for like an hour on the phone and then it turned into what usually happens with your best friends like a really solid argument and we're talking about clocking people so i think as a gener— as my generation generation below me we get caught up clocking people being like yo like you're 27 this is where you should be for instance the group of friends that me and this person are in we're all at very different stages and some of the ones that are more successful money wise you know what I mean don't always agree with the ones at the bottom yeah. and where they're each going and they worry about each other you know what I mean the ones at the top like damn I don't think so and so is doing the right thing it's because you're clocking those people mm. let let their clock tick mm. you know what I mean and they'll figure it out when it happens um, and be support. you know be supportive instead right. of being critical let just let people get after it on a complete side note of that I had this conversation with somebody else even more recently and they brought up a good point about females and the clock. Because you guys have a, for lack of a better word, a legitimate clock when it comes Mm -hmm. to children. So I can understand from a female perspective of being like, I would like to be married and have children by this date because you're, you know... Your percentage of having a child be- at that time period is much higher.
0: Your eggs is gonna start scrambling, bitch.
1: <laughs> but there's, there's, you know, I understand so that. Like, but there's also options and and other ways to go about it. You know, like there's who who Janet Jackson had a kid at 45 or something. Like
0: yeah, but like you know, not, I, I know yeah. I know someone who you know got pregnant. You know, but not on purpose and. You know, the the baby now has a lot of health issues because she, at 40, wasn't taking care of herself as a person. So you can't expect that the child that you're creating within your womb is going to, you know, come out fantastic. And now she has to worry about her two other kids and now her baby who is constantly in and out of the hospital. And that is, like, that's an actual fear of mine, like not having kids on time and being like, now I have to worry about these things. And that's why I think...
1: But you've said D- something interesting, like about how you're, you're, in, you're, you know, you're starting to create better health habits, so that when you that's get what older, that's not I was about
0: to say. I'm I. The reason why I like you guys might see, like, I post, like, I'm at the gym or something that I'm doing. It's just because I want to get into the habit of having a healthy lifestyle. That way, if you know, God willing, you know, sometime in the far future, I have children. That you know, I, I'm not gonna be scared my first pregnancy to be like oh, you can't work out. Nah, fuck that. I'm still lifting 225 pounds. <laughs> Doc, you ain't telling me shit. I'm still working out. But a lot of women that I know that get pregnant for the first time, they just stop being active altogether because oh God, they are yeah. so worried that yeah. something's going to happen this first pregnancy. Whereas if you have a healthy lifestyle, you—that that is what you do and your body is used to that, doctors are more likely to tell you to continue doing that because that is what your body is used to. So that is that is that is definitely a lifestyle that I am consciously aware of. And I try to make it. I'm still not gonna say no to some Chinese food. Um, you know what I'm saying? But it's 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 real. You know, like the women's biological clock. Your biological clock is ticking. No, it is a real. A real it is yeah, a, real thing, a real thing. But you, I also am at the point at 26 where I'm like, if this shit never happens for me, then that is okay. Yeah. You know.
1: I mean, I feel like it is gonna happen for you though.
0: Why are we putting that negative energy in the air?
1: I mean, not soon, bitch. I'm like, oh, I got to check me. that Sofito Speaks contract. I got going <laughs> <laughs> come back. I'm like, oh, so yeah, you pregnant? Like, <laughs> I'm going to be at Lawrence District Court.
0: Be like, so this bitch was not supposed f- to be pregnant. Because we season <laughs> two motherfuckers.
1: I'm like, you know what, Judge? She didn't read the fine print. I told her ass to read the fine print. <laughs>
0: She must sacrifice firstborn. I'm done. Anyways, moving the fuck on. Wow, this conversation is great. That I want
1: to ask everybody is like, what will you say so far in this point in your life you have fully accomplished and you can confidently say that?
2: It's a very good question. Damn, it's a very good question. I went deep. Damn. Um, I have. I think I've accomplished knowing what makes me happy at this point. Knowing what things I can live without and what things that I can't live without. Mm. I think I have a framework of that. Could it be fine-tuned, of course, and I'm sure we're all going to fine-tune that to the day we die. But at this point, I feel like I have that somewhat under wraps. That's good. To a certain extent.
0: That's what's up. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, say the question again. I'm sorry.
1: What can you confidently say you have accomplished this at this point in your life?
0: Confidence. Um, I think for a while it was something that I I wanted to achieve. And I think for a long time, you know, when I was younger, it was... It, it almost felt like something that was never going to happen, and it felt like it was so far off in the distance just because there were so many things that were working against, um, like, me. And now at this age, I can literally sit here and be like... I can walk into a bar and be like, I know motherfuckers think I'm bad. Like, get the fuck out of here. Um, I hate her. <laughs> like, no, no, <laughs> she, you, you know why I hate her? Because
1: literally every time we've gone out, like, she really... You embody confidence, and it's beautiful. And I'm just like, I wish one day I can be like Nina. But I'm I in there like, so no one's I ever checking so nice. me out, and Nina's like, nah. But somebody was giving you looks, and I'm like, you just a confident bitch. I can't stand you.
0: No, and and then that's real because for so long I was just like, I never felt like I was good enough, and, and not only not only in the eyes of, you know, a potential suitor, but um, just in everyday life. Like the, you know, I think about me at my lowest and, and where I'm at now. And I, I smile because I'm like, yo, I really that sat there and thought that like, I would not be in this place. And that's exactly where I am today. Yep. So I think confidence. So I, I preach self-love a lot and you know, like I said, I'm like, I might not have a fucking six pack. You know what I'm saying? My twin sister has a six pack. That's okay. For a long time, she was like the person that a lot of people thought I had to embody, but I'm funny and you know, I'm loyal and I'm caring and, and I'm, you're I'm just your Yeah, and, and I, you have the, I have so many other attributes um, that make up who I am as a person. And I think that now when I look back at at like 16, 17 year old Nina, even 18 year old Nina, because I was so like I had no self I had the lowest self esteem in college and things like that. And to see like how I've grown and come into my own as a woman. I just have to smile about it because, again, it's just one of those things that I never thought I would achieve. And I'm sitting here right now like, so what's up?
1: So what's up? Pull up.
0: That's all it is. <laughs> That's all she
1: wrote. Um, I would say I, I wrote down a couple things. I, I have accomplished a lot of fear that I had back in the day. I, I have accomplished a lot of milestones, like especially with dance. When I was younger, all I wanted to do was be in a music video. I got that. Mm. I wanted to go viral. I did something all like that. All around the world, gays. Gay. <laughs> I hey. mean, little, little things here and there that, that to other people is not a big deal. But when I sat down and I looked at my life and I was like, like a year and a half ago, I was like, what the fuck have I done with my life? And I was like, you know what? You did a lot of really good things. Maybe you didn't go on tour with Janet Jackson. Maybe you didn't. <laughs> You know, get all the VMAs with Britney Spears. That's, but that's still like a dream. That's mom. still possible, and it's just because when I was younger, I wasn't detailed with my goals. I was just like, I want to be in a music video. So I did that. I want to choreograph a music video. I did that. I want to do this. I did, you know what I'm saying? So I've accomplished a lot, and I just, I'm proud of myself. Like, I don't, I don't let my past haunt me anymore, you know? And I don't let broken relationships and broken friendships I don't let that bother me. It used to eat at me like when people didn't like me and I would feel like, oh my God, like why doesn't this person like me? I don't understand. I'm a good person. I, w- I was doing this but now I'm just like, bye. That's big. Like go. That's big. You know, and that that played in with fear. Like I had to put on this persona and be this person in front of people and like how you were saying with your friends, like we, that's how everything came down. Like we were just at a point in life where we were all in different Stages. I had a successful friend. I had a friend who was still struggling. I had a friend who gave up dance. I had and everyone just turned to me and was like, Well, why the fuck are you still in that mindset of like and I just looked at everyone and I'm like, I don't wanna be like you and I'm okay with walking away from tables that I'm not meant to sit at. It's fine with me.
0: You know? That's bong so. bong. Fucking bong bong. That's all she motherfucking wrote me, ain't Like that's what it is. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, like to continue on with the conversation I think that you know um, right now at the age that you know we are all at there are we're no longer going through the same things as each other you know at first it was like 18 we're all in college or not in college and we're all doing these things and we're partying and we're going to class and we're studying and we have these things that we have to get done you know there was a syllabus there was a goal there was a plan it was laid out for us and then now it's like we were all doing the same thing and then it's like you hit after graduation and it's like someone's moving here, someone's moving here, you know, someone's doing this. And now we're at the age where the wedding invitations are just fucking rolling in. Stop sending them. Um and I don't got money Wants to be a bridesmaid and another one. And I'm sitting here like, Africa, bridesmaid You're
1: just sitting there like, do they fucking really love each other though? <laughs>
0: No, no, Do no. This. It's not even that. But I, I just think that it's, it's an interesting thought to think that at one point we were all moving at the same speed. pace, yep. same speed, you know? And now it's like, boom, at the drop of a hat. Now we're all doing separate things. Now we're all doing things. Like, I have people in my life that are, like, having babies and getting married. And I'm sitting here like, guys, I started a podcast. Tune in. Um, like, the, the spectrum is very wide, but I think it's such a beautiful thing because it's just, like, it's you get to see how everyone has evolved as a person whether it coincides with what you're doing or it doesn't but like it's just nice to sit back and like I, I went just this past weekend I went to like three Friendsgivings and I I took a moment I'm a, I am like to reflect wherever I am and I, I sat back and I just like looked at everybody and I was like yo I got mad love for these people and none of us are even on the same fucking page but at the end of the day like we all got together to be here in this moment to share it with each other and it's just... It's a beautiful thing because it always brings a different topic of conversation to the table. We ain't talking about the same shit like we were when we went in high school. Exactly. When we in college. You know? So, it's just like... And that's amazing about, in itself. Yeah. To think about, like, the growth that everybody's had and, you know, maybe some setbacks. Um, I just... Like, it's just one of those things that, like... When you sit back and think about it and you're like, yo, what the fuck? Like, we're 26, 27, 30. And I can still remember skipping class because I had a game that I had to get dressed for (laughs) and locker room and I like wish I could have my high school days back but I mean I don't know I think like this whole topic is like it's just wicked interesting to see like I get the gay male perspective from it then I get the straight male perspective from it and then y'all motherfuckers get the Latina perspective from it you know what I'm saying But, but you gotta be honest like for Latinas especially, like it's like ¿Y el novio and we're approaching the season where it's like Where's your boyfriend? Oh at? child. I'm translate for Sam. Um it's like
1: <laughs> <laughs> you. It's,
0: you know, it's always like you know, you show up to Thanksgiving, you show up to Christmas, it's like ¿Y el novio, like where's your boyfriend now? And it's like, well tia I don't t- Woo, I'm not Dominican. Titi I don't have I don't have a boyfriend you know like it's like nah I'm chilling or it's like oh well when are you gonna have one and it's like I don't wanna have a baby like I'm all set with that like I just wanna just chill
1: Ew. I don't wanna have a
0: baby but I'm going to Africa though you know what I'm saying like yeah, I can they're like Africa. Now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying you know, I'm like, I'm gonna meet a bunch of kids there like I'm I'm cool with it you know but it's just again like for Latinas it's like whoa well, you have to do something like this cause like, like now I've, I, I notice now that I'm approaching the age where more of like older older Latinas are telling me like oh you have me how you have to learn how to cook like this you know for your esposo for your esposo for your husband um and it's just like I feel mm-hmm. like you context clues I got
2: that I, I picked that one up okay he was like I picked that one up out of here what thought you it, got? Thought next? It was, thought it was coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't He's say espresso, like, my guy. <laughs> better for espresso. espresso? <laughs>
1: yeah. Man, these um,
2: Hispanics are weird.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. But like, it's definitely like it's like I don't know. I don't know how much Sam is involved with the Hispanic community, but it's definitely like. Also but like even in
1: his own culture, like I'm sure that they have
2: their like own a stigma. Little, yeah, that
0: goes to
2: it. I think the stigma with being half black and half white is you don't have a group. I think that's the see right, Season
0: too. Sam has to come back because we're definitely. <laughs> in case you want to know what that is, that's T,
2: motherfucker, yo. Because you know, what? you don't really have a group. I grew up in an all-white town, so I have a bunch of white friends, and the majority of my friends are white. I have some black friends from that community as well, but there's no real group because, like, yes, I love all my all my best friends are white, love them to death. You know what I mean? But there's a difference. There's a there's a difference, you know, and it doesn't doesn't come out often, but when it does, it's clear, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I would say the stigma is no group, we're, no group. We're just flowing. <laughs> we're flowing in between. And that, but that's a beautiful
1: thing, it is. It's, it's a beautiful boy. thing to not have like those stigmas behind you, and to not like be pressured like how how. Must be nice. <laughs> like
0: Jennings, mi gente. Like Jennings.
1: I mean, I think I can definitely relate to that too because. It's just so
0: fucking annoying being a female. Like,
1: like, uh, well, I don't know about all that. in the Latin community it's annoying
0: being a female in the Latin community because there's so many things that are expected of you like to cook to clean to cater to your man you do what the fuck you gotta do I might cater to you but if you don't do what the fuck you gotta do you wanna be a fuck boy I ain't catering to your ass you know what I'm saying and I hate that like I'm at the age where now it's uh, like before I was like oh my mom never asked me that question I never get that question I never get that and then it's like fuck when did I hit that when I guess 26 is when you hit the age of when, are, when is it your turn? And it's like, it's very taxing on your emotions, especially when you have like failed relationships or like failed anything. Because it's like, there's low key in the back of my mind. I'm like, there's like a thing I'm supposed to do, but like, fuck, I'm not even sure I want to even do this thing. And But like society thinks that I have to get this thing done. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck society. I'm going to move my own motherfucking pace. If I get married at That's 40, shit, I'm shit. cool with it. If I have my first kid That's at 36, I'm cool with it. It is what it is.
1: As I have time. I
0: have time. That's it. That's I it. I don't
1: know. I just I just feel like even for for males in the Hispanic community it's the same shit. Like if you if you are doing steering different from the automotive lane and from the same bullshit that our fathers and grandfathers mm-hmm. have done, mm-hmm. you know, then totally we are we're different, course. you know, we're, we're we think we're better. We have to go through all that as we're growing up, but I just I, I, I never really had to deal with it. I never really paid attention to it. I felt like when somebody puts that on me, they're, they're like,
2: oh, what about you? And I just turned, flipped the question, like, so what about you? Hey. I feel like that's a story of like every great inventor of the world. Yeah, like. You know what I mean? Like, like Steve Jobs, no one was, everyone was like, what are you, you know, what are you trying to build, my man? You know what I mean? You got Windows, which is like a Microsoft, which is this like, you know, mega force. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then just took his own path. You know, and sorry guys, we own Apple now. There
1: <laughs> Back, it is. You know I mean? There
0: it is, It
1: became, it became like he's once he started, it started building up and building up. So, I mean, so um yeah, you touched about Hispanics. We touched about Spanish women. Um,
0: <laughs> Hispanic, you know how I feel about the Spanish shit. You already know how I feel a lot about it. A... All right, my hit me, gente. Quick fucking lesson. If you were going to refer to Hispanic or La- Latinx people,
1: Latinx is not a thing. Stop saying it.
0: Latinos. Parentheses <laughs> like it shit in two No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Because on. I feel like people need to know this. Because I fucking hate when I own I own people's be using this shit. Nobody is Spanish. Spanish is a language. If you're going to refer, refer to someone as being Spanish, they are of a uh, descendant of Spain. They come from Spain, Spanish, whatever. That is a Spanish language. Person if you're going to refer to a Hispanic or a Latino Latina, that is Latin America. Brazil, you can call motherfuckers in Brazil, you can call them Latino because they're in what Latin America. Whereas you cannot call someone in Spain Latino because they are not in Latin America. However, you can call someone in Spain. In Spain, Hispanic, because it's referring to the language that is being spoken. Now, you can't call someone who is in Brazil Hispanic because that is not the language that they speak. That's a a lot of rules for
2: a non-Hispanic person. What? That's a lot of rules for a
1: non-Hispanic person. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense to me. Hold
0: on, but but did you learn something? Yeah, I did. Bet. Done.
1: We all come from the same (laughs) melting pot. (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) It's the same bullshit. I've learned Hispanic, Latin, Spanish. Shut the fuck up. You are what you want. Oh, but she's
0: (laughs) Spanish, right? (laughs) How? Sway? Uh, yo. That's I not what this episode fino. is another about. We'll next
1: time. That was a great Caldero talk. Um, before we head out, um, Sam, do you want to plug your projects? You got an Instagram where we can find you at. Anybody that wants to get into this Africa trip that you got going on, what's going on?
2: Of course. So uh, you guys can find us at sound underscore of a underscore smile on Instagram and at www.soundofasmile.com. We have all our trip options on there, what our program's about, what we do, where we do it, why we do it, how you can help and how you can do it. Um, Email us, I'll email you back within 24 hours. Happy to talk on the phone with people. Uh, We got three trips coming up in 2021. We got a trip in 2020 to South Africa that Nina's going on in February. We got one in in August to Tanzania. And then, like I said, three in 2021 from January to March. Okay. Um, we're doing a program. Got tripping. The, <laughs> we're doing a quick little program called the Sound of a Sandal this year, which was thought up from volunteers last year, where we're going to bring down. Wait, start of a what? Sound of a Sandal.
1: Sound of what? a Sandal. It's like, it's
2: like our little play on Sound of a Smile. So last year, um, during our group uh, time in South Africa, I do a part titled Reflection where I'll bring you in a room and I give you guys prompt questions <clears throat> as to what you're seeing, what you're doing, and how it's affecting you. Because at this point, Ooh. you've flown for 36 hours, you've got drunk. Is it a 36-hour flight? Not in total. It's like it's oh, broken like up. Oh, like going there and back. Gotcha. 30, gotcha. No, 36 hours of travel to get there. Gotcha. Like, so shut up. And you're also moving six hours ahead of time, so it's really 30. Anyways, you know, you've been with these people, you've flown across the world, you've seen these people at their worst on the plane. I put you in a second world country. So there's a lot to think about and a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. So, during this time period, um, our group thought of this idea called the sound of a sandal, which is most of the kids in Curland don't have shoes. And there's broken glass everywhere, there's just rocks everywhere. Wow. And their feet are like pretty tuned to it at this point, but they could all benefit from shoes. So, we're going to do what's called the sound of a sandal, and we're going to bring down 200 to 300 pairs of sandals and pass them out throughout yeah, the yeah, village. That's so, that's our big thing this year. Um, yeah that's, that's lit. Lit. come check us out come check us out yo
0: dead ass that's yo even lit. if you think that it's not a trip for you I will definitely be a testimonial when I get back and hopefully Sam will be on that episode when we talk about our trip in Africa um, in South Africa and um, you know what we did and how it was and if you are down yo they low key could use some more melanin on the trip um, Facts. <laughs> Facts. so I definitely would love to see more of mi gente on there and, and and getting involved and things like that and branching out of their um, own comfort zones because again I'm going to be a testimony to that I'm going to be branching out of my own comfort zone and I'm going to try to stop limiting myself to be able to have new experiences to share with y'all
1: okay that's lit closing out Caldero Talks this is Sofrito Speaks thank you Sam for coming on Thank sound you of guys. a smile. Make sure you check him out. Sound of a smile. Sound, sound of a sandal as well. Uh, make sure you guys follow them uh, on Instagram. And Nina, well, let's uh, let's head over to the next section, which is a
0: ya tengo hambre. A reposar. A reposal.
1: Hey, welcome back to the next section. We are
0: back.
1: Yes, this is the part of the show called Reposal, where we give you guys some shout-outs to our lucky supporters, and we also give you guys some affirmations for our upcoming week and leave you guys on that good, good note.
0: Mm. Won't he do
1: it? Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Yes. All right, so Nina, you got any shout-outs?
0: Um, oh, of course, Jerrica I'm over saying her fucking
1: Jerica Jerrica Tatiana. We need to get Jerrica an honorary uh Sofrito Jer- Speaks support t shirt.
0: Dead ass. She Ayy. is like the the, the third co-host, <laughs> unsung co-host. Um I think that's it for me.
1: For me, I wanna shout out uh Shakira. Shakira mm-hmm. reposted us. Um, Jerrica reposted us. Uh, we got a couple people that liked it on the. Lisi. Lisi repo- reposted us. Yes, she did. Um, shout out to the New York Dose, Ladies Who Bronce, for throwing such a dope ass event. Shout out to the Win Podcast for showing nothing but love. Shout out to Hue- uh, Trago. Drago is yes, the, the game. game. Make sure you guys check them out. I also want to mention um, it might be a little bit too late when this episode premieres, but uh, actually, th- this episode premieres on Thanksgiving Day, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. So, um, one of our "You your motherfuckers speaks, better so- listen
0: while mommy's cooking in the kitchen.
1: <laughs> one of our Sofrito speaks uh, supporters uh, hit me up, and she said that she, you know, they're they're basically trying to raise money or uh, bring in food donations at the Guas. The Guopski?
0: Yes. The
1: Guopski store on Broadway. Yep. Um, I think
0: they're trying to raise like $1,000 to help. They're
1: trying to raise money, but if you don't have money to offer, you can bring in food, and they're just trying to feed uh, the homeless or anybody who just doesn't have a hot meal on Thanksgiving. So if you are listening to this today and um, you know someone who just doesn't have a hot plate in front of them, because we all should have a hot plate in front of us on Thanksgiving, um, let them know that they can pull up to Guopski. We'll have... We'll obviously repost um, the the flyer today so that everyone has all that information. But that's a dope ass thing that they got going on. Ooh, so I wanted to shout them out.
0: Bet and um, I just I just wanted to share this. Lady Lisi5204, she actually hit me up um, on my personal Instagram and she said that she has her sixty-six-year-old mom listening to our podcast <laughs> oh, right. and you said she me that. actually like enjoys it and she actually continue to go on to say that she's going to have her download the anchor app so that way she doesn't have to wait for her daughter to come home to listen to it but she can actually listen to it on her own so that just goes to show you that our podcast can literally range from the age of early comprehension skills to the older generation we are trying to reach out to when it comes to changing our social and cultural norms so i just thought that that was wicked dope and i wanted to share that
1: A shout-out to um, RH Comedy, at RH Comedy, for writing on the um, Sofrito Speaks Apple uh, podcast page, leaving a review, five stars, como siempre, ya tu sabe. (laughs) We are very thankful for that. We want more people to review, more people to write in, but we appreciate all the support you guys can give us. Right. Um, Remember, if you want a shout-out on one of our episodes, or our last episode, which we got a special surprise shout-out for... Everyone Um, We want to make sure That you are tagging us On your Instagram If your page is private We will not receive it But You know We try to check Everyone's page out To see What's popping or what's, what's going on? Mi gente. Let's go into our affirmations, girl. What you you want to start this off or I Cause definitely you know my shit's short.
0: will. Um, your shit is always short. I'm going to the gym.
1: Fuck off.
0: <laughs> um, I think for this week, no, I don't think I know for this week. I definitely want you guys to, um, go into the week or go into the following week with knowing that you do not have to limit yourself. If there is something that you want to do make sure that you get it done. If there is an idea that you have in your head, make sure you get the right people around you to execute that idea. Um, Again, I'm a a testament to a lot of the things that I'm saying because there are things that I have definitely done, experienced, and want to share with you guys because I feel like a lot of the times within our community, we get limited a lot. We are told that you can't do this or you shouldn't do that. And there are a lot of things that I was told that I can't do and that I shouldn't do and that I'm actually motherfucking doing. So therefore, I need you guys to understand that you are standing in the way of your biggest blessing and that you can you are the narrator of your story so if you want something to happen you can make it happen because you are writing your own story right now as we speak you know what i'm saying so don't let the fear of failing keep you from trying something new um don't let the fear of other people's opinions of what you want to do keep you from what you want to do. Okay. Um, and just live your best fucking life, yo. Like just, As you just should. don't limit yourself. And I say this all the time. My favorite quote is, "When it feels scary to jump, that's when you jump." So jump.
1: Hey. Now piggyback off, off uh, piggybacking off of that. My affirmation for the week is. To trust the process, number one, and two, know that the universe has your back. Mm. Whatever you want to happen, will happen. Whatever you put thought into, whatever you put time into, will come about, will manifest. So make sure that you go into this upcoming week. Make sure you go into this Thanksgiving. I know a couple of y'all might go into Thanksgiving and, you know, you might be (laughs) not looking forward to them questions like, where's your novio? Where's Mm. your (laughs) novio? But the universe got your back, sis. The universe got your back. So don't let that phase you. Keep your chin up. Keep your head up. Stay smiling. Stay gracious. Stay present. And, just yeah know that the universe has your back um but i want you guys to have a great thanksgiving we want to thank Happy sam sam yep. fuller for coming yes, out make sam. sure you check him out um Sound of a smile the organization is pretty lit um, we got Nina going out there as well We, we throwing Nina out there We throwing <laughs> Nina out there Yes, yes We are gonna sign her up with a little, you know, a camera So she can vlog out there for the Sofrito Speaks fam Ya tu sabe But um, my name is Ruzales And I'm tuning out Make sure you guys have a motherfucking blessed Thanksgiving Ya tu sabe
0: And I'm Nina Montañez Stay blessed, mi gente Ok Thank you for tuning into this episode of Sofrito Speaks.
1: Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Sofrito Speaks to keep up with all of our latest content.